Okay. We're back with another episode of Bigfoot Revival. I am your host, Sasquatch. And today we're going to be talking about, uh, we're going to be talking about stepping up, stepping up as Christians. Uh, I'm going to try to make these short. Okay. I'm going to try to do more podcasts, shorter time, about 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes, not real long podcast and, uh, see what happens. All right. So we're going to try this out. Give me your feedback. See how you like it. I'm having to be right up on the back. I've got AC running, so I'm trying to cut the background noise out on the actual recorder. So I apologize if all you see is like my nose and, and on the on the YouTube channel or the 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 video that all you see is my nose. I, I look like Wilson from uh, uh, Home Improvement, but uh, so that I'm not picking up a bunch of background noise on the audio. I had to turn it down and get real close to the mic. So, uh, anyways, we're going to talk about stepping up as Christians. We ought to be stepping up. We ought to be looking at our faith and reading the scripture and saying, what does the Bible say about work? What does the Bible say about school? What does the Bible say about family? What does the Bible say about this or that and the other thing? Okay. Now, the reason we ask these questions isn't because we want to just be knowledgeable Christians, which it's not the worst thing in the world, but we don't want to just be knowledgeable Christians. We want to know what the will of God is for us in these areas so that we can better glorify God. One thing that I'm walking through, we just finished up Sermon on the Mountain in Matthew, and one thing that, that he talks about, he says, if you hear these words but you do not act on them, You, you must act on the word of God. And you say, well, if I don't know the word of God and therefore I can't act on it, does that give me a free pass? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Uh, those who are his uh, act on the word of God. At least when I say no, it doesn't. Let me rephrase that. Not, not in America. Uh, I'd have to think out the whole thing if you only got like the book of James. And you got saved from the book of James. And and the book of James gives a lot of information, but there's a lot that's left out too um, as far as a full, well-rounded understanding of Christianity. You don't have the Old Testament or anything. I'd have to think about that, but let's not waste time there. Uh, as an American, most of the people who are going to be hearing me yeah, you can't use that as an excuse. You have the scripture. You should be going to church. You, there, There's all kinds of things that are going on. That I mean, uh, abilities that we have, uh, privileges that we have as Americans to be able to stay up on these things. So don't, don't start making excuses. That's another thing. Uh, and I just did it. But because these are shorter, I think I'm going to have to quit all the caveats. I'm going to have to... Uh, I think Doug Wilson calls it no quarter November. In other words, I can't sit here in, in a short time of manner and just explain every ounce and every scenario, which I enjoy. I like, I don't, shouldn't say I like, but I feel like I need to do because I don't, I don't ever want to alienate people. I don't want people to feel like they are uh, uh, being talked down to or anything of that nature. I just want to, I want to give them the truth and draw them closer to Christ. Uh, now that being said, uh, that's it. That's it. All right, from now on, it, it's got to be straightforward and, and fast. Uh, it's time to step up as Christians. Uh, one thing 
that, and I, I, I'm not going to have the scripture here with me, but one thing that if you look at scripture, it's really your responsibility to raise your children. And part of raising your children is teaching your children. How do you go about raising your children? How do you go about bringing up your children in the fear and admonition of the Lord? How do you train your child so that he doesn't go astray later on in life? How do you, how do, you do these things? Well, we look at the public school system, and they're doing the opposite. They're training your children to do the opposite than the will of God. So that may not be the best place. Now, I'm not telling you that you have to homeschool or you have to pub- private school. Um, as a homeschooler, you got to go through curriculum and find out that, hey, this is, does represent what God teaches in the Scripture. And as if you send them to a private school, you have to make sure that they do know uh, that that school is actually teaching the Word of God and that it's not just um, public school with Christian slapped on it, right? Because there's a lot of those. Um, you, you have to make sure that they're getting an education that glorifies God, no matter how you go about it. Uh, as public school, if you have a decent public school, seems like, uh, yeah, just if you have a, public, a, a decent public school, make sure that your kids are getting the Word of God from their parents constantly, and not just from their parents, but from other adults who are going to actually stand firm on the Word of God, who when your kid comes home and they've learned about evolution, uh, maybe you can't explain it the best in the world, but go to a Ken Ham video and and, and try your best to, to educate them. Whatever it is, give them the fear of God. Now, if you do this, and this is part of stepping up, you're having to put into work to actually raise your kids. You can't let the TV do it. You can't let the school do it. You can't let the church do it. You have to do it. When you step up in this way, you're teaching your kids to think more critically than what the rest of society is teaching children to think. The rest of society is teaching our children to be uh, uh, drones, basically. Uh, We're just going to teach them to be drones, and that way they agree with everything that we say. No matter what we say, they're going to agree with it because the authority has said it, right? Now, we kind of agree with that, the authority, but the difference is who's your authority? God is our authority. The word of God is his word, and so we use that as an authority, not evolution, not not um, uh, critical race theory, social justice type thinking. That's not our authority. Popular opinion is not our authority, right? Democracy, the democracy. Well, we don't have a democracy. We have a republic. Uh, And so... (laughs) So we have representatives who are democratically elected, but we have representatives. Um, and these are all very important things to consider and think about. We, we you know, how to go about, how, how does this look like in my, in my voting? What does the scripture say about my voting? Should I vote? Well, in America, it may be different than if you lived under some kind of a king or something, but where you have a republic, um, you know, yeah, I, I think the scripture is clear that we have a responsibility to elect people who are going to, uh, come the closest to bringing glory to God, so to speak. What does it say about, um, uh, you know, <laughs> my work? Well, it says that in everything that I do, I should be bringing glory to God and that in everything I do should be for the the benefit of the kingdom of God and not my own my own kingdom. See, that's an issue too. Christians have been have been more concerned about their kingdom than they have been the kingdom of God. 
Um, and that goes back to children. Uh, let's take it back to children. Why did you have children? Why did you get married? For you or for God? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You need to get married or, or have kids or whatever you're doing. You need to work, not for your own money that you can go spend and everything else, but for the kingdom of God. You want to know why some of your prayers may not be answered? It's because you're praying with wrong motives. This is James. You're praying with wrong motives. And you want to buy you want to pray for things that you would spend on for your purposes and not the purpose of God. And that may be why God doesn't answer some of your prayers. As a Christian. Um as Christians, we have to step up and be thinking first of all and foremost about the kingdom of God. We may be American citizens. We may be, you know, I'm a North Carolina citizen, that kind of thing. But ultimately, I am a citizen of the kingdom of God. And I am a slave to Christ. And so what I do should be representing him well. Now, do I think that, uh, do I think that, the, the way to go about things is through, uh, uh, you know, taking over the, the government through violent force. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. That's what they just did a thing on uh, uh, Christ Church in Moscow, Idaho. And they're afraid of Christians actually following their beliefs. They're afraid of Christians actually following their beliefs. And I think this is a good thing. I think it, it shows that we it is time for us as a whole, not just a town in Moscow, not just a town here or there, but as Christians as a whole to start standing up. And you will be persecuted for that. No doubt it says that Christ suffered for us as an example so that we may follow we must follow him. We must follow him in his example, right? To be like Christ. Some people take the be like Christ thing to only mean uh, uh, to be to be a hippie, <laughs> kind of, you know, just to be nice. Be nice. Jesus was nice. We need to be nice. Uh, and the truth is that they killed him. They killed him. They may not kill you, but there will be, if you stand up and honestly act, on what you're doing, there will be there will be consequences. There will be consequences. Hopefully, more good consequences than bad, right? But even if there's more bad consequences, the idea is that we turn to Christ in all these things. So stand up, stand up for Christ. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Be more afraid of God than you are of man, right? Don't be afraid of of losing your job. Don't be afraid of this or that or the other thing. Stand up, stand up. Um, and, and the reason I brought up the school thing, I don't know if I finished that thought, but if we live the Christian life and we really push the Christian life, our kids are going to be well, far more well-rounded than what society is raising. And our kids will step up and charge. Our kids will be, will be basically ushered into leadership because, uh, they're going to be the only ones who can work out problems they're going to be the only ones who can uh, take care of business so to speak because they're not going to be so so offended at every little thing 
That's already happening. They're wanting to hire people who who aren't going to be offended at every little thing because if you are offended over every little thing, what does that do? You take it to the boss, and then if boss doesn't act, and it costs companies money for you to be offended over every little thing. Christians should not be offended over every little thing because this isn't us. We're not worried about ourselves. We're worried about the kingdom. So, look, uh, that's long enough, and I'm gonna cut it. Sh- I'm gonna cut it right here. Uh, but that being said, for God's not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. And we out.